Hi everyone, how are you today? Welcome to a Tamika Michelle podcast show. How are you doing today? I do hope you're having a good, happy Tuesday. So what is today's subject? Welcome, welcome, welcome. You're welcome to share, send me likes, become a subscriber on this podcast show, leave voicemail, compliments, and like I said, share and share alike. Because my whole thing is that I like to encourage and inspire people, so... It is 3.12 p.m. in Collingswood, New Jersey, my home. And, well, I'm having a struggle. And that relates to today's subject. Anybody out there having a struggle? I like to think I'm not the only one. So these claps... It's for everyone that is having some type of struggle. And I'm going to call this podcast, I'm Struggling with My Mind Versus My Body. So at this time, I'm going to present to you the issues that I'm having. The current issues that I am having. Huh. Is something else when you live in your own body and not know your body, not be aware of what he or she, for those who are she like me, um, now you're just human and you need to figure out, some of us don't know how to eat correctly. We know how over our mouth. Oh yeah. And inhale. Oh yeah. You talking to a person who, who lived in Vegas. Okay. So buffet is not style is the lifestyle it's the culture it is the industry for <laughs> it's money and it's tasty well i have to be honest with you if i want to talk about the most tasty food it wouldn't be vegas if i would say it's tasty it's for three times amount them it depends on what you're ordering like i noticed stir fry steak not stir fried i'm sorry country was it country no, chicken fried steak, that's what it's called. It is very cheap in Vegas. And I didn't really understand why it's so cheap and it's expensive everywhere else. Because Vegas have ranches. Therefore, they mean they have, you know, cows. Because I believe chicken fried steak is steak fried and seasoned like a chicken. So, yeah. Um, I didn't understand how come it was so cheap, but it is a lot of ranches. You have actual real life cowboys who live in Las Vegas. So um, with that, their ranches and wildlife present local costs for the locals as well as those who come and visit. For those who are local, of course, we have an advantage because we know what's expensive and how much stuff costs versus the person who is from another country, another state, another city. (laughs) <laughs> I almost dare to say another world. Okay, I'm entertaining you a little bit because I live in Vegas and we know anything about Las Vegas. You know they're big about Area 51. You know, the mystery behind Area 51. I've actually met um, people who claim they used to work there. I've met all sorts of people in my life. So, Area 51. You know the drama, the story behind all that. So today's podcast.
podcast is going to be about, wow, I'm, I'm literally telling you to struggle and I'm having problems finding clarity, like to focus. I'm struggling with my mind versus my body. My body does not like this new workout habit that I'm doing. My body <laughs> is aching because I'm trying to be logical, trying to make my mind relate to it. I understand why she is hurting because she hasn't moved like this since she was 16 years old. Before I became homeless, for those who know my story and my documentary and whatnot, before I became homeless, I share with you. I abandoned me weight before I was homeless. Um, I've been obese longer than I've been when I was homeless. Now that I'm getting back to myself and I'm adopting these new theories of how to best manage my body and I'm starting to get results, (laughs) meaning I'm losing weight, y'all. Imagine that. It seems like it's like slowly leaving me, but it's leaving me with your clothes. It's falling off of you. And like not only that, but like my frame is small, even though I'm still a big woman. Okay. Um, You can look, I can look at myself like, okay, for example, today, I went to pay my rent. So I went downstairs to the office area because I stayed way up on the sixth floor. And, um, and of course, there's no contact. So I had to put stuff in the mailbox. Well, the mailbox of the office, of course, because I'm paying rent. The point I'm making to you is very simple. When I go past, go towards the office, I pass up the gym. The gym has is surrounded by glass. Therefore, that's my visual, that's my mirrors. And there were times in my life when I first moved here, I wouldn't look at myself. Now that I know I've been eating healthy regularly and taking care of myself, I ain't gonna lie, I look. I look at that form because there was a time in my life where I was so curvy. I mean, but like I'm too curvy now. It's like, it's the weight. I'm way according to me. I'm not saying according to the world. To a point to where I'm in pain. You know, I like having my big thighs, but sometimes I don't want to be that big. I don't want to be all this in pain. So today I woke up treating pain elements like yesterday I had walked three miles and I did a Betty Rocker workout for the best of my ability. She has the printouts. It seemed like it was more convenient, so I just read the printouts and, you know, follow suit. I've been going through this the Betty Rocker 15-minute workout, you might want to check her out. It's convenient. It's free for the first 30 days. And she also have a meal plan that I am going to download some more of that. So next week, I'm going to shop at the Whole Foods store. And I'm going to, and I'm getting some stuff off her site to get some of her um, supplements. So I think it's nothing wrong with, like, things that's going to nurture you, right? So put you in the direction where you're trying to go. So my body is literally fighting me. I wake up. I'm in so much pain. Y'all, I got some Tiger Bomb. Now, as a certified massage therapist, my teacher recommends this. It's one of the best. It's this one. It's a rub-in. And also there's um, something that's called BioFreeze. I like because you can spray it on and it dries pretty quick. And it's very accurate. But... I've been looking for stuff that deviates information, but I got to look probably a little bit harder because I don't read a whole bunch of stuff that actually deviate besides putting a pack of ice in the area that's swollen. 
I'm going to tell you from literally, okay, I'm being honest. Me getting back into taking care of me, me becoming aware of me and what's going on up under this body of mine, in this body of mine, is requiring me to really take a good look at how I wake up, how I stand, how my posture is. And if I'm hurting, I actually am asking the questions why. Now you would think as a I am a certified massage therapist. I went to school here in New Jersey and graduated with honors. I'm going to get back into that one day, but not now. I'm trying to get back into taking care of me. So once I really create a, a, a structural balance of taking care of me to a point to where I can help and take care of other people, then that's when I will and probably, for me, I just want to be toned, be smaller, and not be in so much pain, not always falling out. So a person who has the weight issues that I have, I have, I'm learning how to have a healthy relationship with food. Now, some people's assumption, a lot of dumb people, ignorant people, or people just love to think negative, I think, of what they don't know. They assume because you're a certain weight, you are the most greediest person on earth. You're just, you're just slothful. You're just lazy. You're just greedy as hell. I have to tell you, if you knew me, I know you don't know. All of y'all who listen to me don't know me. If you knew me and who I am and what I represent and, yes, what I stand for, you would know that's a damn lie. If you knew me, but people don't know, it's, it's amazing how they say this saying, don't judge a book by its cover, and people do it all the time. And, like, I mean, even our doctors do it, you know, they're only human. I don't get mad at them for trying to, you know, assess a problem if there's a problem like me being the size that I am has been a problem for a while now to a point that it affects my self-esteem I'm gonna be honest I'm gonna say oh you should be grateful that you whatever size you are it's kind of hard to be grateful when you know you're not taking good care of yourself be grateful for that nah I understand the positive aspect but it's kind of I've even had men in my life um my on-again, off-again boyfriend in, in Vegas, Italian, is Sicilian. I ain't going to say his name, you know, because we've, you know, made a choice to move. Well, I started with that shit. I moved on because I realized he's not a decent guy for me. But the point is, he like a big woman. The point is, like, I noticed certain men, if you are deciding to take care of yourself, they're like, where is that coming from? And they get all upset that you want to take care of yourself. This is how you know you should be with that person. Anytime a man is that's in, that insecure, that he rather for you to, to abandon yourself and let your problems become worse. I'm not saying he's supposed to abuse you. You understand what I'm saying? But if he really love you and look after you, he would tell you, look. He might even say it, I think, in a loving way if he care about you or even attached to you some type of way. How can I help you with this? Because I want the best for you. You know, that means a lot. I don't have a whole bunch of memories of healthy relationships with men, but the first guy had almost married him. Once I figured out he was abusive, I didn't. But I will tell you this. When I was ready to lose weight and started to lose weight, 
he was helping me. He used to be a bodybuilder. So, because he loved me, well, at least his, he attended to me, you know, and, and like, he gave me advice, and he wasn't like, oh, you can't eat this tonight, or shit like that, you know, no, for anything, I did self-control, and because he liked to eat, he was eating the shit <laughs> that I wasn't, like, I would take half my meals and cut it in half, you know, and, like, the point I'm really making is very simple, I think if you, whoever y'all with, or whoever have their attention onto you, they should do something that's going to contribute to your health, to the, the all-around enrichment that is you. Anytime you with somebody they ain't trying to do that, matter of fact, they're egging you on to other shit that ain't good for you, you should not be with that person. And you may not want to hear that, but I'm just saying, like, it's going to come a point when you're going to realize that. So, um... Let's get back to the whole struggle. I'm calling this podcast War With My Mind and Body. And my mind tells me to eat this healthy stuff. My body tells me I want to be comfort. <laughs> my, you don't understand there's a conversation going on. I like to be comfort. I like comfort food. Okay. It's like that ain't that far from that time in the morning. I'm being honest, ladies. And I like to eat sweets. And I, if you would have seen all the stuff I got for my groceries, I got a lot of healthy stuff, but I also got a variety of cookies and candy and stuff I ain't supposed to be indulging in. So I tell myself, use self-control. Don't eat late at night with these type of snacks. You know, um, I don't know. Sometimes I just want to like know that they're here. Like I ain't none. I haven't had the snacks that I bought. Just went to the store and bought about two hours ago. And don't you know, I haven't ate one piece of it. I don't even, I, just, I don't know. It's it's a mind-going mad situation for me. For some reason, I just want to know the comfort of that it's there for me. So what else am I worried with? A variety of things. If it ain't, if it don't make dollars, it don't make sense. The point I'm making. See, the phrase, that coin, even though that was, that coin quote, that it don't make dollars, it don't make sense. For those who know my 90s music, um, try to think what song was that. It don't make dollars, it don't make sense. I don't know that Dr. Trey, but I know it was just in that era. But you get the reason why they made that quote. I'm a business person, okay? I own my own business. With my art, I have the mindset and the experience to actually sell my work. Matter of fact, I got another sale today. Um, I'm really excited about it. It's my art, my art photo, and I'm doing a where is now. I'm doing a nipper RC, the old RCA dog. I'm about to start selling that and um, in different formats from coffee mugs, possibly. I'm thinking about um, coffee coasters. And I know for sure, photo plates, I'm doing the ORCA dog. I was doing research on what I was, I, I knew I was attracted to it. See, I did a project back in 2000 and I'll say 18. Yeah, about 18, maybe 17. I take it back, 2017. And I did a project for a, a local artist. And I'm not going to say his name out of respect for him and what he does. He's quite talented. I met him in a class at Camden County Library. Um, 
and he's seen me in the community taking pictures all the time. And when he seen I had a project back in 2017 with Rutgers University, that's right, I did a project for an um, 11-piece project, black and white, for those who attend Rutgers, don't even know how the school is open, it's probably everything is online. If you have the opportunity to go on campus, go inside the lobby space that was opened up back in 2017, just in case it might be there. It's been three years, y'all, so it may not be there, but you can check it out if it is. If it is, it's in the lobby space. Um, I'm trying to think of the location. 303 um, off Cooper Street. Yes. Um, so in this lobby space that opened up back in 2017, I got an opportunity to um, do a project that I, it was a love project for me because of the fact that I love black and white and I love our historical architecture, vintage, that's like my thing. So um, and the older, the better, not just because the fact it's old, it's a classy, timeless look that I prefer when it comes down to architecture. I used to joke when I was younger, like a personal joke. I think everybody has a personal joke, right? I said, I should have been an architecture, you know, but I think about architecture, all the schooling they go through and everything. And they, I know my math, and I don't know math like that, you know? So, um, yeah, I make jokes because I love architecture so much. And it has been like a private, personal um, love project that, um, I don't tell much people about. So when someone gave me that opportunity, someone who's the head of the housing, who she doesn't work there anymore, um, the point I'm making, my work was in the making of being published and being on the walls of the lobby space. And it was definitely a heck of a day uh, when I had an open house to go to in October 2017 for the project that I did. I invited a couple friends and of course, the community of Rutgers came and I actually met some new customers and actually people who I consider associates friends. So um, I'm grateful for that. The point I'm making to you is very simple. I spoke on my art because that's, this is what I do. It's my business. So this is a new project I'm taking on with um, the Victor condo. I actually have the glass, the glass window. It's more than one, obviously, but it's one that's in the lobby space. Then I wasn't supposed to take that picture. They say you're not supposed to do it, but if you got the opportunity to do it, I, put, I got a belief system that you might kind of find weird, and here it is. I have a belief system. The belief system is that there's certain things that we are appointed to do, regardless of what the, the rules say. That don't mean I'm going to go ahead and wreck the rules on purpose. No. I didn't know until after I took the picture. I took my time taking the picture and it was in the lobby space of the Camden Rutgers Victor condo, um, Victor Loft building. And I actually did some research today and it was amazing. I didn't realize how old this is. Back in 1915 is when they established it. And I was like, and then also let's go further. That was the representation of the old phonographic record. And uh, our, the Nipper, which is the famous, the first famous dog, versus Lassie, for those who watch Lassie, like myself, the point I make is very simple. That 
piece that I took a picture of is actually a historical landmark because that's the project I was doing for a um, an artist friend of mine who paid me and um, I was very glad to be in touch with this individual and he's quite a talent to be recognized himself but because I hasn't got his permission I won't say his name it's out of respect, you know, like if I have a friend say, yeah, go ahead, say my name. Then, of course, I would tell you because I invite all of y'all to come to me talking about the war of my mind versus my body. So I literally got my body going, ouch. I woke up and I talked about the ORCA dog because I'm talking about me being a business person. And I want you to gather an understanding that I'm doing a a nipper ORCA dog Photographic record project, so be on the lookout for it. Um, and if you like it, let me know. So let's continue. Oh, by the way, I did the pictures were not just at the Victor Condor loft, the pictures are also throughout Camden, New Jersey, and the historical landmarks. Hold up, not done. Also in Philly, I took the I took advantage of Philly. See, I used to stay in Philly some time ago, and before COVID, the pandemic, I used to be a hustler, meaning I would go out in the public eye and sell my work. And I would be successful, by the way. I would go into the courtyard. Now, anybody know about the courtyard in City Hall in Center City, Philadelphia, downtown Philadelphia? You know, if you were there before COVID, you know, that's a very busy area. It's the courthouse, okay? And they have a lot of different stuff free for the community. Also, the community, which are from everywhere, uh, will go into the courtyard. They will play their music. And I will sell my photography. And then you have other people who's pinhandling. Look, I don't knock you because that was, that was me for three years on the strip of Las Vegas. But anyway... <laughs> Very glad that part of my life is done with, but I'm not ashamed to say that was my life. So I try not to judge people. I don't know where they're coming from because I know I was going through a whole bunch of problems that required me to keep coming out pinhandling. But I used to sell my work. I'll put up a display. This is how I did it. I thought it was quite clever, and I'll tell you about it because maybe you might want to take that idea. Maybe it might work for you if you get to, if we all get the opportunity to be in the public view again. This is how I would do it. This is how I do it. I would take a 11 by 14. Someone bought me 11 by 14 frame from the Goodwill store. Don't even know if they're open now. Like I said, it's a different world. It's like COVID happened and the world is it's a bit much. Okay, it's almost unbelievable. If someone came to me or you said that, there's a, there's a pandemic that's going to happen, and it's going to change everything from the businesses and how we conduct business and all this other stuff. You would swear, like, oh, they're a motherfucking lie. That's never going to happen. And someone would came to me like, like something like um, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventures. If my future self would have came to me and said, oh, this is going to happen to you in 2020. I was like, um, yeah, sure, that's going to happen. <laughs> I think if your future you came to you and said that shit, like I said, like a Bill, Bill and Ted adventure, time travel, if that was possible. They say it's possible. Look, I ain't traveled 
the furthest I do is around the country and back. And like the furthest I've been outside the United States is Canada. Considering going to Mexico, I like to go to Africa, but I would love to go to Europe too. But the point I'm making, all that requires money, time, and effort that I'm not considering right now. The whole objective name of the game right now is to be safe. And I hope that y'all are safe. There's a reason why I'm bringing that up. Because I want y'all to enjoy your life. Be aware of what's going on. So let me get back to the subject at hand. So I'm also doing something new with my art. So I want to mention the history of Nipper. And he was the first famous dog and... The phonograph record, the technology of that, is the same technology they use to get to the moon. It's quite amazing. And that exists in our United States, even though, even though the symbol came from Great Britain in the late 1800s. I mean, I'm doing my history. And what's that, Wikipedia or some shit that's online that you put a certain subject in there and it come up. Like a, it's like a Wikipedia encyclopedia right so that's where I got the resources and also the different magazine and Pinterest have different information and different pictures of variety so it's actually uh, a symbol that's known all over the world I remember I said the technology the same technology of the photograph record led us to the moon even though probably want to say well technically that's correct but also also the voices the, the black women who were mathematics, yeah, they had their part to play too. So, I'm just saying a sister with a plan. <laughs> a woman that has a mindset to not only make a plan, but to complete it, she can be out of this world. Because <laughs> that's what happened to us. It wasn't just a congratulation to black people and black women, because I have to say it. That's how I feel, but also, also to humankind. I feel like a lot of good things can happen to us if we just permit our minds to be open. You know, we permit our hearts and minds to be open. So let me get back to the war, the war of my body and mind. So I woke up, everything popping. Remember, I had these workouts I've been doing from me doing... Betty Rocker, 20 minutes. I didn't do that today, but I did it yesterday. Um, also, me doing, and it's a working of the mind, too. I have to talk about the mind. I like comfort foods. I love ice cream. I love some cake. Ooh, cupcakes. Ooh, oh, my gosh. Deep fried chicken. Deep fried this. Deep fried that. I'm pretty sure that's not healthy, but I enjoy that type of food. I'm not saying go out there because Tamika said eat some unhealthy food and eat some deep fried heart clogging <laughs> stuff. No. Today I had me some tuna, which I didn't really like. You know, I like tuna, but I think because I don't like white bread and the tuna was all over the white bread and I bought it with food stamps. So I thought it was a way to save money. But it was a way for me to get irritated because I was eating around the bread. And when I ate the bread, it was soggy. I hate mayonnaise. I know. How do you like tuna but don't like mayonnaise? I hate mayonnaise with a passion. All mayonnaise ain't nasty. I think it's just that mayonnaise. Like Miracle Whip. Well, I like some Miracle Whip. I want Miracle Whip because it wasn't sweet. But I probably was like the regular mayonnaise. It tastes like oil in a can to me. Just an opinion. It tastes like thick oil. Ugh. With egg. <laughs> but anyway, 
Um, I love mustard, I love pickles. I ate all that stuff up, but I hated the white bread. But ever since I was a little kid, once upon a time, my mom said she had all sorts of struggles with me. Now, today, do I agree that I was a struggle for her? No, you like what you like. <laughs> it just, I don't know. I know what I don't like. I think like as a kid, that's like a very simple thing for a kid to know what they like and what they don't like. They know what they like and what they don't like. And like, I didn't like white bread or bananas. And I used to joke about it as a kid. This is before I had knowledge that white bread is actually, you know, um, bleach flour. I wonder who had that great idea. I used to say to myself when I would eat white bread, my mom would like making a big deal about me eating, eating food. Cause I was a skinny one, you know, once upon a time. I mean, from birth, I was a skinny one. Everybody else was big. Nine, ten pounds. I was six pounds, 11 ounces. So let's get back to mind and body. I think as a society, we eat a certain way. If it be from the grocery stores or what, what have you, the delis, and it's not healthy. And we got a lot of choices out there. And we just don't know that we're killing each other. We got a society driven by that. And then all these health problems appear and we wonder why. It's what you're putting in your mouth. And I work out now. So not only do I eat healthy, so every day, every decision I make is a fight. I woke up not wanting to do my workout. I woke up also frustrated because I'm waking up in pain from my literally from my neck both sides even down to my the back of my neck you know your spine um to my clavicle all the way down to my shoulders my chest my legs both legs included how you like that um my knees popping different parts of my inferior scapula popping on both sides by the way and then I'm doing pressure point therapy. I'm hearing all this stuff popping, putting things back in place. And I'm telling myself don't get scared because I was terrified. Still terrified. It's funny how you can live in your body and be terrified of what you're living in. Like, I'm stuck here, you know. Like, uh, <laughs> I don't want to hurt her, but I want her to walk upright. I'm not talking about just, you know, doing what's right for you, making moral decisions. Not just that. But also, I'm talking about not hurting myself. You know, I don't work out like I used to, meaning I used to work out so much that I, I, both of my legs would be swollen, beaded red. And I'm dark-skinned, folks, so I didn't know, you know, that I could get beaded red. You can let, let you get irritated or swell something up. See what colors that you turn, you know. And it's my body saying I need to recuperate so when I get off this podcast I will be making myself go to sleep I'm taking me a two-hour nap and I'm doing what's best for me because I've been doing the research and your muscles and everything else it's not just soaking in ice cold water like I do like athletes do like football players do to recover but also you have to sleep and eat healthy no wonder that How to eat healthy, how to work out, 
And like if your body is saying, I'm and my body is saying, I'm sleepy, I'm sleepy, and I'm hurting. Well, not to a point of crying, but um, I'm laughing at myself because I'm hearing a war go on. And the war is with my mind, with my heart and understanding, and what I don't understand, what I, what I lack. You understand what I'm saying? I'm lacking from not knowing how to take care of my body for years. I'm finding myself getting back to the... I'm excited about me getting back to the athletic, athletic me. I'm getting excited about being able to work out like I used to back when I was 16. Yes, sir. When I was in JROTC. Yes, sir. Being trained with the military. I'm very excited about that. But... My body isn't. And there's another part of my mind isn't either, okay? Because I'm in pain a lot. But either I do this or... Problems are just going to get worse. So that's where I'm at. That's where I have to be for me. And do not let your emotions take you to places where you're going to ultimately, go, you're going to pay for it. That's really the answer right there. You're going to pay for it dearly in pain. So when I'm done taking my little nap, I'm taking something right now to make me go to sleep. And um, I look forward to waking up refreshed, give myself a good power nap. So to me, a power nap is like an hour. Now, I'm trying not to do a cat nap, but... I'm just going to, my body is the reason why she's tired. <sighs> Today I also went shopping and it was heavy groceries and I'm aching, you know, because by the way, if your balance is off, if pain is in your back, normally it's in your feet. And that's kind of the way your body works. Well, normally, I don't know what's going on in your body, but you understand your balance is the connection of your feet and your if I have pain in my back, normally it comes from my arms, honestly. So what was I carrying my groceries on? My arms. I don't have a little cart or any of that. And I knew I had to buy these groceries, healthy ingredients, and yes, my snacks too. I did a real healthy drink for my lunch. And um, it came out tasting better than what I thought it would be. It was a variety of green veggies, of spinach, pineapples, green apples, and some lemon, well, lemon juice, pineapple juice, orange juice, cranberry juice. Yeah, I did a, a variety pack. Well, a little bit of um, Powerade in there, okay? Um, blue flavor. Um, I'll put a little, like, at the end, I'll put a little bit of that. But no soda, you know? Very proud of myself for 
with staining because I do enjoy soda. But if I want to keep on getting leaner and, you know, want less health issues, I'm going to have to take, you know, charge of my health by allowing myself to only eat things that's going to bring a good result. And I look forward to buying more nutritious items. And I'm trying to outthink myself in a sense of my mind. See, not only do I'm fighting my body, but I'm fighting my mind. My mind knows how to eat unhealthy real quick. My mind knows how to starve herself, make herself throw up. I'm being honest. Um, my mind knows how to hurt me is what I'm trying to tell you. So as a result, these health problems, these me waking up in pain from head to toe. But I tell myself, I know why. You haven't did this type of working out since you ain't being trained in JRTC. You have not moved your body like this for over, um, let me see, over 20 years now. Yeah. I'm, I admit a part of me full of shame that I'm admitting this to you. But maybe, maybe you need to get back into the groove. I've heard of how Stella got her groove back. That's a good movie, but um, I feel like Tamika getting hers back. Get away from the unhealthy lifestyle and doing what's best for her. Getting back to being flexible and being happy that, that she's this way. And I'm not doing it to make a guy in my life feel good. I, I won't do it for no person because, but myself, because there's too much pain that's involved. If it's not my brain coming up against me, my own negative thinking, I'm being honest. It's my body coming up against me. Like, what the fuck are you doing? Ah, that shit hurts. You know, what What are you doing? You know, we don't, we haven't did this in years. And this is the reason why I've had these problems consistently, painful swellingness for years because I'm not taking care of me. And I abandoned me, what, like I said, way before I became homeless. When I became homeless, it became more prevalent. For me not taking care of my hair, I'm being honest. And let depression really rain on me. When you get to a point you stop hoping and you give up, the problem's really big. It's big. Sometimes it feels like it's bigger than you. But now that I've grown and success has entered to my life, and I've sold 476 items, about to be 477 items and more to come, I am finding success. So before COVID happened, I had this business. I started this business when I entered Jersey. See, let me tell you something. Sometimes, sometimes things are so good. It's beyond your imagination. I knew I wanted to get into photography. I knew that because that's what I was good at back when I was 16. It's funny that 16 was a very turnaround point for me. I became a Christian at 16 too. And that turned my life upside down all around. For my, I say for my good, trust me, that natural mind going, I got to control myself? You know, what the fuck? You know, <laughs> still deal with her. Um, but God makes all things possible. I had to tell myself that and stand on it. And I like to believe it. You're doing the same thing. When you learn to stand for something, regardless of what your emotions is saying. Now, there's a part of your brain that, I would say your brain, your heart, that is positive too. Don't think all of it's bad. I like when I was walking yesterday and I was getting so, I was in pain. 
carrying those heavy bags and walking. I heard me talking to myself in a positive way. I started singing songs when I was being trained by the military, JRTC, by the Army, Sergeant Bailey, Wiley, uh, Sergeant Major Smith. These are the sergeants, our instructors that trained us, and I missed them so. They were really funny. They were really, they made learning fun, you know, which is a good thing with you, especially when you're a troubled teenager. Like, a lot of people are at 16. So, um, I remember the songs, and I haven't sung these songs since I was 16 years old. And I almost want to cry when I tell you this, because it's like I'm waking up. And I've been asleep for a really long time. I've been in a nightmare, a slumber for a very long time. If it wasn't my abuse that I endured, if it wasn't me being homeless and reckless with my other people being reckless with me, basically abusing me, living a life of abuse, blocks you from really honoring who you are. It's like, well, I don't blame... No, I do blame people who put their hands on me and abuse me when I know I should not be hit and I ain't trying to fight them. And then they they start with the emotional stuff first. That's the worst type of abuse. My ex-husband is so pompous. He's a piece of work. I joke and say, because his first name rhymes with everything. I say, I survived Hashim regime. He's African-American, Native American, but 100% cuckoo. That's all you need to know. I joke and say this because I'm a poet, so I have fun with it. I say I survived Hashim Richin. And people laugh when I tell them that. But I really mean what the fuck I'm saying. Like, I have survived that shit. He's so pompous. He contacted me two weeks ago. Think we going to talk. <laughs> you don't get to terrorize me. Degrade me like he did. Oh, and you want to degrade me and make love to me at the same time? It's really weird. I don't call that sex. I call that assault. But anyway, the point I'm making is his way of living, his way of so-called false sense of love, so-called power over his wife. Why don't you make me a team member? I never felt like I was a team member. I felt like he's the man that's over me. And I better do what he say because he's that man over me. He was always mad, manning. Whew. It's been five years since I was his wife. Four years since I was living in Vegas. And I went through all these up and downs from being divorced, from him not going to court and the state grabbed my divorce. His punk ass couldn't sign like he kept on threatening that he would go to court and cause a fucking scene like I did something. Psychotic people, they, they deserve to be in an insane asylum. And no, I'm not sorry. Because they're endangerment to two things. This is how you know they qualify for the insane asylum. They're endangerment to themselves and society. They're a threat to society at hand. And he gonna contact me asking me why, why his people don't want to deal with him. After they just got attacked by him. <laughs> Don't ask me. Because that's like temptation for me to curse you the fuck out. And like at this point in my life. You're not even worth that. I didn't realize that when I was with your ass. You weren't even worth that. That's why I used to throw his ass out. 
<laughs> when a woman starts throwing you out, she's really done with you. Okay? But she literally take your shit and throw it out into the parking lot. And I was, I can tell you where I was at. Motel 6, Florida Highway. You can look it up on Google. I like to tell people where I was at, the location, just in case you're curious and want to know where Motel 6 is at on Boulder Highway. Motel 6 on Boulder Highway in Las Vegas, Nevada. Just in case you're in that area. Or you may be a Vegas person in Nevadian listening now. So, hi and hello to everybody, including my Nevadians. I don't hate all Nevada. See, my ex-husband wasn't even from Nevada. He's from Virginia. So, I wanted to hate somebody be all Virginians. But I really can't because I don't... I know a kind of mindset to know you don't blame all your pain that you experienced from that individual on the state they're from. Nope. Uh-uh. <laughs> I believe that's him. You know, like, I believe Missy Elliott is from that area. Um, for real is from that area. You think I'm going to hate all people from that area because he's fucked up? Uh-uh. He want no um, Missy Elliott. He want no for real. <laughs> At all. Couldn't dance. Couldn't sing. Not that I was aware of that he could sing. <laughs> Two left feet. He was the athlete now. But he was not no Missy Elliott. For real. <laughs> you know. Um, the famous artists seem like they come from that area. And he an artist alright. But I don't need to say all the messed up stuff that he did. I'm just going to tell you that when someone breaks you down emotionally, you have to rebuild yourself up. And that's what I'm doing right now. And there's a point. Every time when I'm telling these long stories, sometimes I have to say, why are you telling these stories? And like, I'm, I want to educate you. I want to promote you and inspire you. So through my tears, through my trauma, I'm building myself up. Now they're joy tears because, I caught, like I said, I caught myself going back to when I was physically athletic, not only being trained by JRTC, but also I used to play tennis and be very good at it. I can't say I got a scholarship, but I'm just saying I was good at it, to me at least, on the varsity team in Denby Preparatory. <laughs> That's the high school I attended back in Detroit many years ago. But um, just in case my Detroiters are listening, how y'all doing? Or my Michiganers are listening? How all y'all doing? Michigan State is huge. Um, thank you for listening to my podcast show. And guess what? It's 4 o'clock and I'm going to make myself go to sleep. I'm going to challenge myself to sleep for at least one hour. Sometimes I'm so alert and got so many things going on that it's hard for me to focus on actually relaxing instead of creating. A lot of creators have that problem, so I, I think. Like, there's been times where I'm just meditating, not on the Word of God, no. Literally meditating in creation. It's a beautiful feeling, though. I don't know if you ever had that opportunity to do that. Just close your eyes and just focus on your next project and the things that you want to do. And how would you like to inspire other people? And your work, I have to tell you, whatever type of work you create, it's always bigger than you, baby. I don't know if you're aware of that. I found it out as an artist and as a business owner, I found out as a business owner, the pride and the dignity of making something that comes from that you've been hiding deep within inside yourself. There's a pride and a bravery and people mark that and call that crazy because they're cowards and also because they lack knowledge and understanding. I say it's two types of people. Either they're a coward 
and they're jealous of your your thing or they're envious of, of what you can do and what they can't do, even though some gifts ain't for everybody. Just like I have plenty of friends that sing. And I'm not, I can't hold a tone. Uh, you don't want to hear me? You don't want to hear me. So the point I'm making is very simple. There's a war going on with me because I'm rebuilding myself in a way I haven't did in over 20 years. And maybe that's going on with you and that's why you probably got pain issues, other health problems. It's because you've abandoned yourself for so long. And I feel like your body is screaming at you. I don't know you, and I don't know all your problems, but the war of your body and your war of your mind, it is real. Sometimes it's both fighting against each other. Your mind trying to break you down just like other people broke you down, and you have to reprogram yourself. I would know. You're talking to a person who not only was homeless for three years, I was underly employed, then I became unemployed. Not that I qualify for anything. Trust me, I applied for unemployment for Walmart, but... The people at Walmart, I don't know. I may have filled out something wrong. I, that's what I'm thinking I did. So the point I'm making is very simple. It's important to have a clear perception about what is right, what thought to go with. Because trust me, like when I was hurting, I was feeling embarrassed that I was hurting. I was embarrassed that I had to stop and put my bags down. I was embarrassed that I had to put my hands over my, the back of my smallness of my back because I was in pain. I was embarrassed, but I wasn't that embarrassed that I wasn't going to do that. But you know what? I think, and I like to believe God was in, involved in all that. When I was walking and someone actually stopped in an expensive car in the area, she didn't have to stop. She don't know me, but she was afraid. I think she was, she said, excuse me, ma'am, do you need help? I did need help, but I, I didn't go off, you know, jumping in front of a car. Let me get in your car. Let me get in your car. You know, this that's this crazy shit, you know. This too fucking extra. That belongs in the cinema, in the movies. You don't do that in real life because that's how you get hit, killed, and basically people bang you. And you can't blame them, right? Like if I was driving, it's been many years since I drove, but if I was driving, if people did that shit to me, I was straight, you... Just go around them and go, ooh, they're crazy. You know, just some shit you don't do. So I'm just saying, I had to put a little joke in there. But I was embarrassed that I was in so much agony and pain. My waist, my back, of my, the smallest of my back, um, my, my lower back, my upper back, it was just pain all over as I'm walking with groceries. And this lady was like, just don't want to do what's right. And she said, to me, she was like my local hero for a minute. <laughs> Anybody have a local hero? Mine was yesterday. So, enough of me talking. So, are you at war with your body? Are you at war with your mind? You need to question all this. Only an intelligent person does that. Honor your own voice. Because if you're questioning it, or you're having doubts about it, or you're having doubts of the direction or what direction to take go with what's going to help you what you've known that has been a positive aspect perception of how to think how to see things clearer and if your body is sleepy like I am now then it's a reason for that you know you lose weight by sleeping you you heal in sleeping a lot of things a lot of healthy things are done with sleeping I've heard people say like 
if you really want the problem to stop with different issues with stress, etc., just get some good sleep. It's an actual, I guess it's a fact. I gotta look up this, like sleep studies, like the, the good in sleeping. So, enough of my talking. Are you at war with your mind? Sometimes when I'm so much in war with my mind, I'm being honest with you, and maybe you have this problem consistently, I understand. I can't sleep, meaning not that I'm lacking sleep, no. I know how to close my eyes and go to sleep, thank God, because there's been times when I'm so stressed out, I can't do that. My mind keeps me up. My mind is so busy, when I physically go to sleep, I'm having nightmares of the stuff consciously that I'm dealing with subconsciously, unconsciously, in my sleep, I'm dealing with it as a nightmare so intense that I'm waking up glad that it was a dream because it felt that that real. You ever have a dream like that, a nightmare like that? Well, if you're having that happen, I'm thinking about the way I went to sleep. And it was not on a positive note. Every last time, it was like, I'm just going to sleep. I'm not like listening to meditation music or allowing myself to relax or I'm not worrying about the thing that I can't control. No, I'm going to sleep with that shit on my mind and my heart. So therefore, that produced what? Nightmares, night terrors, all sorts of really messed up stuff. But that thing we can't control, let's not be concerned about that. Let's be focused on what we can control and focus on taking care of you. So this is a podcast about war of your mind, war of your body, and how to take better care of you. I'm proud as hell of myself. I'm going to end a podcast like that. I'm proud as hell, geeked, amped, that I'm rebuilding my life from a life of abuse and madness. Sadness and straight terror. Not just my ex-husband. Abuse goes back to before middle school. Emotionally and physically. And a variety of other things I'm not going to go into. The point I'm making is very simple. Even though abuse is never fucking simple. I have a right to be angry about the pain. But at the same time, it's still the past. Meaning, I have a place of my own. Um, the person I'm with, I ain't with anybody, y'all. I'm single. Hey. And the last person I was with, the cops had to tell him that if he don't leave me the fuck alone, even though from time to time we see each other in the neighborhood and he still keeps my number and still contacts me, not consistently. He did that two weeks ago, the same freaking week that my ex-husband did it. Like, what is this, the week of the narcissistic cycles? Because those are within days of each other. He did it first. Contact me. I seen him at CBS. I was coming out and I was trying to cross the street and I act like I ain't see him. This is how I have to do. He's on the outside because he earned the outside position. So this war of mind situation I'm making reference to, I had an ex-husband who contacted me literally two days after him. I said, what is this, a week of the cycles? Right before freaking Christmas. I'm like, wow. And then someone who I go to for counseling said, well, because they're lonely. I'm like, oh, that's like a personal problem. Because they took away my, my peace. My, I let them take away my peace because I thought this was love. But now, like when my ex, the one who I had to call the police on, not my ex-husband, my ex-boyfriend. I've been hurt too much in my life to even play like that. 
You know, so you ain't going to stalk me and follow me and pound on my door and shit. And like, <laughs> I'm going to let you in? What? No. Motherfuck you and your shit. Keep it outside. On the outside. <laughs> All jokes aside, folks. I really hope you're having a good day, a good year, a good start off. And for those who are having complications, I really hope and pray it gets better for you. And I hope you're taking care of the why oh. You. So this is the war of the mind and the body and how are we going to overcome is kind of the point here. And you can become a subscriber today. Yes, you can, you can support me if you want to. I want you to. I welcome you to become a supporter. Share my podcast. Leave a voice message. You can leave a voicemail message here and become a subscriber here on this podcast show. Thank you for your time, your energy, and your effort. And you keep going after becoming victorious over the war and the body, mind issues, the war, the battle. You matter. This is a war of mind. I'm so tired. I'm over here having problems focusing. Sorry. War of mind, war of body situation that I want us to overcome over and out.